Ready or not. Okay. Well, welcome back. This is Two Beards in the Bible. I'm John Swaino. I'm Dave Tenney. And uh, we are uh, in verse 1 of chapter 5 yes. in the book of Acts. And uh, you, you were giving us some foreshadowing uh, at the end of the <laughs> yes. last episode. And uh, speaking of uh, those having land, selling it and bringing the money and laying it at the apostles' feet. We talked and, about Barnabas who did that. Mm-hmm. And uh, so now we have another couple of people who did the same thing. Yeah. And, uh, but there's a difference. In, in this next account, which which we're going to soon learn about. Uh, I think think it's your turn to read. I'm going to read the first six. Okay. We'll talk about that, and then we'll talk about... So that's... We'll talk about Annas, and then we'll talk about Zephyra. Okay. So it says, But a certain man named Ananias, with Sapphira his wife, sold a possession. Don't, I don't think we're told what it is. Right. And he kept back part of the proceeds... His wife also being aware of it and brought a certain part and laid it at the apostles' feet. But Peter said, Ananias, why has Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy Spirit and keep back part of the price of the land for yourself? While it remained, was it not your own? And after it was sold, was it not in your own control? Why have you conceived this thing in your heart? You have not lied to men, but to God." Then Ananias, hearing these words, fell down and breathed his last. So great fear came upon all those who heard these things. And the young men arose and wrapped him up and carried him out and buried him. All right. So, you know, what's the, uh, what's the, the lesson there? Give all your money to the Lord? No. <laughs> no, no. You know, what's interesting is, like, so we talked about earlier about, you know, these early Christians in Jerusalem who sold all their things and um, basically lived communally. Mm -hmm. But here, so Ananias and Sapphira are Christians. Here, Peter tells them that they had possessions and they were under their own control. Mm -hmm. They they own these things. Right. They weren't. They wasn't. They weren't commanded to sell everything and and give it to this communal thing. Right. Yeah, that's a very good point. It go. It, it lines right up with what we were talking <clears throat> about a couple episodes before. With yeah. you know, in Acts two, I believe it was <clears throat> when they uh, the first Christians, you know, had all things in common. Yep. And uh, and yeah, the the problem wasn't having possessions, and it wasn't. It wasn't necessarily of them keeping a something that is theirs, but what, what what's the what's the sin here? I mean, it seems to me that he laid the money at the apostles' feet, claiming that this was all of the money he got from the thing. Right. Versus if he would just said, "Hey, we we sold." I sold my truck, and here's I'm, I'm giving half the money. Right. Like if he would have said that, I don't think there would have been any issue at all. Right. Yeah, and, and that, I think that that'll play out a little bit further when we talk about Sapphira. Yeah. A little more of those details come out. But yeah, that's the issue: is that he was holding, holding something back. Uh, they were thinking that they could hide something from God. In effect. Yes. You know whether or not, you know who knows their exact mindset. But they were trying to hold something back. They had. I think it was the ego of you know Barnabas had just 
sold land and he gave all the money. Well, they want to look like they're giving all of the money from this possession they have, mm-hmm. but they don't want to give it all. <clears throat> right. You know, they want to have everybody think that they're they're just like Barnabas, but they don't want to do that. Right. And 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 again, that how does that have an application for us as Christians today? You know, how how is it that we can get ourselves into the same kind of trouble? Well, I mean, we could, we could do the same thing, mm-hmm. um, but I mean, basically, it's lying. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's uh, you know quite simply, God is God. Yeah. And 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 who are we to think that we can hold anything back from Him? You know. Right. And and beyond that, you know, when we're you know as as Christians coming together on the first day of the week as we're commanded. One of the avenues of worship that we engage in is the laying by in store. Yep, uh, as we've been prospered, <clears throat> and uh, one of the things that you know this brings to mind, and, and I and I think about this, and and you know as you go through the week, and you pro- you, you you figure out in your heart, you know what is it that I'm going to give to the Lord's church, and you come to a number, but then well, something comes up. And then uh, maybe you spent a little bit too much money on at the gun store or on ammunition or something. Have you been talking to Julie? (laughs) (laughs) You know, if uh, something like that, and and then you say, "Well, well, I'm just going to go ahead and give what's left over." Yeah, I think there is a danger there, and I think this kind of points to that. You know, if if we've if we've purposed in our heart that this is what we're going to give. Yeah. the Lord, then we should follow through with that. Yeah, and and make every effort to do yeah. that with a clear conscience, and 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 not begrudgingly, not because we're trying to keep up with the next person in the pew that yep. might put a big wad of cash in the in the plate, and we want to look like we're doing the same thing. You know, it, it's uh, you know that's none of our concern, and right. it, and I think that carries through to us today, and some. Looking at what happened to Ananias and Sapphira, you know we uh, we of course don't have the expectation of being struck dead immediately, right? But but we know that when we stand before the Lord, we're going to give account for all of those thoughts, yes, and and ideas that we that we allow to fester in our yeah in our own hearts. Yeah, and I think it, that can happen to all of us. Yeah, anybody? You know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, Let's go ahead and uh, hear about what his wife did. Mm-hmm. All right. <clears throat> and then verse 7. So now it was about three hours later when his wife came in, not knowing what had happened. And Peter answered her, tell me whether you sold the land for so much. She said, yes, for so much. Then Peter said to her, how is it that you have agreed together to test the spirit of the Lord? Look, the feet of those who have buried your husband are at the door, and they will carry you out. Then immediately she fell down at his feet and breathed her last. And the young men came in and found her dead, and carrying her out, buried her by her husband. So great fear came upon all the church and upon all who heard these things. Okay. Um, So here we find out that the possession was land. Yeah. So, you know, now we know what we're dealing with. And um, 
apparently we find out that there was a certain that that they had said yes we sold the land for this much money and here it is mm -hmm. and that's what the that's what their sin was yeah yeah you know yeah they had agreed together on a price yeah. when they ask you how much did we sell it for you tell them this yeah yeah and that's the problem mm -hmm. it wasn't the problem they could have just said well we sold the land and we decided to give ten dollars to the church right. they could have done that that would have been fine right you know if you're going to be a cheapskate, be a cheapskate, but just don't lie about it. Right. Right. <laughs> you know, it reminds me of, you know, um, if you've ever sold a car yeah. or bought a car, and maybe you have somebody that you're buying it from or that you're selling it to that says, hey, let's, let's agree to put this on the title. And then, you know, so you're telling yeah. the BMV that I only paid this much for the car. Yeah. But, but in actuality, you paid more or you, you, you uh, paid more for it or whatever and um, you know people do that all the time to try to uh, evade yeah. some some taxes and so on and that's unfortunate and you know as as Christians we really ought to think about that when I sold <laughs> I, I, I recently sold a vehicle and I just didn't put anything in there yeah because I'm like that's up to them up to them I'm not yeah. getting involved in that right um, you know I know when I buy a car I'm truthful about it right you know, but luckily I only buy cheap cars, so. And, and I think that's the, you know, maybe not a perfect analogy here, but, you know, understanding that the Lord sees everything and yeah. we can't hide anything from him. And, yeah. and in those times where we think, well, you know, it's, it's okay to, yeah. it's okay to just do that in this instance. Well, maybe not. I, I like when I've sold cars, I, the way I figure it is it's that person that's right. paying the tax, not me. Right. So it's not my pla place to force them to do that. Right. And as I remember, you don't. It's not your job to put the price in there anyway. They they can do that. Yeah, they can do that. Yeah. So I so. I, I just sold. You know. See, when I sell a vehicle, this is what I usually do: is I I, I take like a, a vehicle and then I'll try to fix everything on it before I sell it, mm -hmm. and then I barely break even, and I'm like, well, why did I should have just taken it to the junkyard? <laughs> right. <laughs> Would have right. made more money. <laughs> but I'm stupid that but way. But on the other hand, <laughs> somebody was a, a beneficiary of, yeah. of your hard work, and yeah. it maybe helped them when they needed it. You never know. You never know. <laughs> um is it my 12? turn? It's my turn. Verse 12. I'm going to read through 16. It says, And through the hands of the apostles, many signs and wonders were done among the people. And they were all with one accord in Solomon's porch. They had a Honda. <laughs> Yet none of the rest dared join them, but the people esteemed them highly. And believers were increasingly added to the Lord, multitudes of both men and women. So they brought the sick out into the streets and laid them on beds and couches, that at least that at least the shadow of Peter's passing might fall on some of them. Also a multitude gathered from the surrounding city of Jerusalem, bringing sick people and those who were tormented by unclean spirits, and they were all healed. So this kind of sounds like the sort of thing Jesus was doing. Yeah. Now, now Peter and the apostles are doing this this sort of thing. Yeah, and and people are taking notice, and you know, coming from from far and wide, and it 
it just testifies to the power of the truth of the yeah. word. And it, it and even though you know, as you, as you read uh, just a little bit ago, um, where was it? In verse thirteen, yet none of the rest dared join them, but the people esteemed them highly. So, you know, there was still that yeah hesitation to jump right out there and join them, but they they knew that this was there were some special things going on, and 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 increasingly, you know, people believed and were added yeah, to the Lord. So it was working, mm-hmm. and they had so much faith in this healing that Peter was doing. They were trying to get his shadow to fall on him. <laughs> right. I mean, that's yeah. That's serious. Exactly. Um, it reminds you of uh, of the one who, uh, you know, the the man who wanted asked Jesus to heal his servant and said that he didn't wasn't worthy for him to come to his house. But just but say just, that just it's say so. The word. Yeah. And the was it the woman who touched his garment? Yes. Uh, and Jesus felt the power go out of him. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it kind of. Reminds you of that, of those uh, situations, just like you had, had pointed out. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, John, go ahead and read 17 through 21. All right. Verse 17, Acts 5. Then the high priest rose up and all those who were with him, which is the sect of the Sadducees, and they were filled with indignation and laid their hands on the apostles and put them in the common prison. But at night an angel of the Lord opened the prison doors and brought them out and said, Go stand in the temple and speak to the people all the words of this life. And when they heard that, they entered the temple early in the morning and taught. But the high priest and those with him came and called the council together with all the elders of the children of Israel and sent to the prison to have them brought. Okay. I had to look up this word. I knew what it meant. So indignation, indignation. So I've heard that, you know, um, I've heard that word used a lot of times, but sometimes when you read a word like that, it's a good thing to like look up, what's the dictionary say about that? So here's the dictionary definition. It says, anger or annoyance provoked by what is perceived as unfair treatment. Hmm. So they were filled with they were they were upset and there's this idea of them being treated unfairly so it says that this it says so the high priest rose and with all those who are with him which is the sect of the sadducees who didn't believe in the resurrection mm-hmm. and they were filled with they were they were upset because they felt that like they were being treated unfairly mm-hmm. of course the apostles are railing against the you know this idea that there is no resurrection because they're saying yeah jesus rose from the dead right these sadducees they they got it all wrong and the sadducees obviously have heard about this and this is bugging them right and i think that's what i think that's why that word is used there Mm -hmm. yeah interesting yeah i thought it was too yeah it says, so they laid their hands on the apostles. Oh, man, did they perform a miracle? No, no. no. They're, they're putting them back in prison. Put them back in the jail. Yeah, and and it says the common prison. So is that a different place than they were at before? Must have been. At a worse place, probably. The food's not as good. <laughs> probably. Not <laughs> as nice as the temple jail. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting worse. 
And then, you know, the, the as you read through this, as I, as I was reading it, you know, I, I had to kind of almost hold back a chuckle because as you, as you think of this, but at night an angel of the Lord opened the prison doors and brought them out and told them, go stand in the temple. And, and here you think of the Sadducees, you think of, of them. And when they heard that, they entered the temple early in the morning and taught. But the high priest and those with him came and called the council together. So, I mean, they're, they're scrambling. Oh, and, yeah. And, and they're, <laughs> it just kind of, you almost see it as, as uh, you know, like, like, a, like a movie. Yes. <laughs> you know, and it was just playing out. Yeah. And you can see their you can so see the their high faces. councils gathered together while the apostles are back in the temple preaching, but the the high council doesn't know that yet. Yeah, right. They don't know that the apostles are in there teaching. They're they're in their council. Yeah. So they they call, um, they send over to the prison to have them brought, and that's where we pick up in verse twenty two. Mm-hmm. It says, "But when the officers came and did not find them in the prison." They return a report saying, indeed, we found the prison shut securely and the guards standing outside before the doors. But when we opened them, we found no one inside. That's not good. (laughs) Now, when the high priest, the captain of the temple, and the chief priest heard these things, they wondered what the outcome would be. (laughs) Yeah, they're like, what the heck is going on here? So one came and told them, saying, look, the men whom you put in prison are standing in the temple and teaching the people. Now, that is funny. <laughs> it is. I mean... Yeah. <laughs> you, you, just, you just imagine their faces and, and wondering what the outcome would be. Oh, yeah. You know, so, so what are they doing next? Yes. You know, what have we gotten ourselves into? Yeah. Or did somebody break them out? They, they're, right. I'm sure they're thinking about all of those things. Right. Yeah. And, and, you know, given all the things that they'd already witnessed happening in the name of Christ at the hands... Of these, uh, yeah, their, their minds had to be reeling. Yeah. Think of the boldness, though, of the apostles, mm-hmm. that they've been put in jail twice. They've been talked to very strongly. They're put in jail again, and, and they're released from jail, and they go right back mm-hmm. to where they were at and saying the same things that they were saying before. Yeah. Yeah, and, and that's the, you know, and... and, and these guys like manner, they, they are. And then we should have that same kind of desire and toughness to us when, you know, we, we, if, if you're preaching the gospel, if you're teaching the truth, you're going to run into some, you're going to run into some resistance. If you're not, then you're doing it wrong. Yeah. And uh, when that resistance comes, and it's probably not going to be anything near what we're talking no. about here, at least not in this country at this time, um, yeah, but 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 oftentimes we want to run away from from even just social pressure, as if that yeah. was as if that was a meaningful thing. Yep, absolutely, absolutely. Um, it says then the captain went with the officers and brought them without violence, for they feared the people lest they should be stoned. And again, they're <clears throat> they're again they're afraid they're of afraid. the people because they can't they can't uh, they can't speak against the truth. Right. And when they had brought them, they set them before the council, and the high priest asked them, saying, Did we not strictly command you not to teach in his name? And look, you have filled Jerusalem with your doctrine and tend to bring this man's blood upon us. Mm-hmm. Which is why I think they were filled with indignation. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's why they were annoyed. Right. Yeah, not, you know, I'm sure trying to say, well, we didn't do that. What are you talking right. about? Yeah. Right. Yeah. But they, you know what's funny is, remember when Judas tried to give the money back to him? Mm-hmm. And they, and they said, we can't take that money. It's blood money. Right. You yeah. intend to bring this man's blood upon us. Yeah. But they recognized that the money that they got back was blood money. Right. So, That's I mean. a good point. Yeah. It's, it's uh, par for the course for, you know, government bureaucracy. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're, they're trying to make sure that they don't cross some legality yes. line. But, uh, but in, in fact, they, they have to know. Yeah. That, oh, yeah, absolutely. That, that this blood is on them. It says, but Peter and the other apostles answered and said, we ought to obey God rather than men. Amen. The God of our fathers raised up, raised up Jesus, whom you murdered by hanging on a tree. Him God has exalted to his right hand to be prince and savior, to give repentance to Israel and forgiveness of sins. And we are witnesses to these things. And so also is the Holy Spirit whom God has given to those who obey him. Mm-hmm. So, uh, pretty bold words. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, <clears throat> again, as you rightly said, amen there, we ought to obey God rather than men. Yeah. And, and that's, uh, uh, those words couldn't be truer. John, why don't you read, you, you can take us to the uh, end of the chapter and that'll, that'll wrap this episode up. All right, so starting at verse 33. When they heard this, they were furious and plotted to kill them. Then one in the council stood up, a Pharisee named Gamaliel, a teacher of the law, held in respect by all the people, and commanded them to put the apostles outside for a little while. And he said to them, Men of Israel, take heed to yourselves what you intend to do regarding these men. For some time ago, Theudas rose, rose up, claiming to be somebody. A number of men... About 400 joined him, he was slain, and all who obeyed him were scattered and came to nothing. After this man, Judas of Galilee rose up in the days of the census and drew away many people after him. He also perished, and all who obeyed him were dispersed. And now I say to you, keep away from these men and let them alone, for if this plan or this work is of men, it will come to nothing. But if it is of God, you cannot overthrow it lest you even be found to fight against God. And they agreed with him, and when they had called for the apostles and beaten them, they commanded that they should not speak in the name of Jesus and let them go. So they departed from the presence of the council, rejoicing that they were counted worthy to suffer shame for his name. And daily in the temple and in every house, they did not cease teaching and preaching Jesus as the Christ. Okay. So we first hear about this uh, teacher named Gamaliel. Mm -hmm. And he was, well, even like I think in secular Jewish literature, he was well known. Mm -hmm. uh, I believe he was uh, the teacher of Paul as well. Yeah. Uh, well known, well respected person. And he gives some very, very wise advice here. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, I, I, I preached on this not too long ago. And, uh, and I was corrected in the pronunciation of that name. I, I guess it's Gamaliel. 
Gamaliel. Uh, I still say Gamaliel or whatever comes out of my mouth at the time. Yeah, Gamaliel. <laughs> I have trouble with that one, but but anyway, yeah. The uh, and the the idea uh, there is that you know he he I I the 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 lesson that I uh, did I called it the Gamaliel test. You know, yeah. if it's truly of God, you can't stop it. Right. And and so if it's of man, it's going to it's going to fall apart. And what what wisdom? And, oh yeah. And it is uh, it kind of makes the rest of the group look kind of foolish. Yeah. You know, in that they and and isn't it just like our human way of thinking that we have to stop this now? We yeah. have to stop this now. We have to we have to do what we can to keep up our yeah. our uh, you know our ego. Yeah, but uh, but ultimately, if if God is doing it, you're just not going to stop it. And there's some great wisdom in that. I wonder if Paul ever got to him to talk to him. Wouldn't that be an interesting yeah. thing to know? Yeah, this wise yeah. teacher that that Paul would have known, right? You know, but but you know, he he gives these examples of things that have risen up. Mm-hmm. And then they just kind of petered out. Yeah. And, and you know, and it's even today. Um, right now, you know, it seems like we're having like a, a culture war. But this this thing won't last forever. Right. It'll be something. In 20 years, it'll be some other thing. Right. You know, it seems like things go in cycles. And, um, you know, we just had an election here in mm-hmm. the United States and... Um, you'll hear politicians say, you know, democracy is at stake. Mm-hmm. You know, they've been saying that for like 150, 175 years. That's right. been a thing. And guess what? It, it's just kept going on. Mm-hmm. You know, and sometimes, you know, we can get caught up in political things. Oh, yeah. But really, uh, I think the best advice is just don't, don't, don't dwell on those things. Yeah, and, and I... I personally find that very difficult. Yeah, I, I, I uh, come come around some of these uh, because a lot of these political issues they hit you in in the place of your like moral center. You know? Yeah, and 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 I think that's one of the things that you know Satan is smart and oh yeah, and that he can cause us to lose focus of what the Lord's purpose is. Yeah. Getting all wrapped up in a moral issue that we may rightly be upset about, <clears throat> but if we spend too much time thinking about and putting all of our energy towards some human institution, yeah, yeah. rather than you know, of the government, right? Uh, rather than trying to teach people right. what what the Bible says, because that that's that's at the core of it. If yeah. if more people came to the knowledge of truth. We wouldn't have to fight against abortion, right? We wouldn't have to fight against all of the things that we get ourselves wrapped up in. And I and I'm telling you, I have to. I'm I'm like a, I'm like a junkie when it comes to news. Yeah. And I have to shut it off. And, yeah. And and it's it's extremely difficult to do. Yeah. Uh, but but we have to. Yeah. And and I find that when I shut that stuff off. And I focus more on what I'm supposed to be focused on. My life is more peaceful. Yeah, and you're more happy. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely, absolutely. Um, so he gives us advice, and he says basically, if these things are from God, 
that these that these men are doing, you can't overdo it. He says, lest even you be found to fight against God. <laughs> what a war man. I mean, think, that's almost what that Peter's... Might, you think that might hit him a little bit? You would think. Yeah. But still, what, what did they do? They called him in there and beat the crap out of him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's... Uh, it's something, you know, and it just, they had to beat him yeah. before before they let him go. Uh, and, and that's just, you know, trying to, again, demoralize them mm -hmm. and, and uh, you know, test their character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But instead of demoralizing them, what did it do? It made them rejoice. Right. That they were counted worthy to suffer shame for his name. And daily in the temple, they're back in the temple, and in every house they did not cease teaching and preaching Jesus. All of these things that happened, they did nothing. Yeah, yeah. If if anything else, they emboldened them. Was it was it Paul that said, "I count it all joy." Yeah, yeah. That uh, that I've been able to, you know, suffer in these ways. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that's uh, it's the way that we should look at it, and it's. It's, uh, it's, like I said, it's difficult for us to get out of our own way sometimes. It is, absolutely. But, uh, but the Word of God helps us. It does. All right, so you're closing your Bible, so it must be out of time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right, you got to stop me. Um, all right, well, thanks again. And uh, this has been Two Beards in a Bible. Come, come back next time. Thanks.